0: Hey guys, how are you doing today? So before I start this video today, I gotta say, this one contains a lot of spoilers for Episode 9 and The Mandalorian. I mean, not that I really need to say that since it's been like almost a month since Episode 9 has been out, but hey, I digress. So, if you've been living under a rock for that amount of time and you haven't seen those yet, Eh, you know, just stay away from this one. So, let's move on. Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, and Chapter 7 of The Mandalorian brought Force healing to the front and center of the Star Wars canon. While elements of Force healing has existed in both canon and legends since A New Hope, we've never seen it taken on such a miraculous aspect as we do in Episode 9, and the Mando. This has led many of us to question if this amazing power is in fact an amazing plot hole that introduces more problems to the canon than it could ever solve. And I'm gonna be honest here, I'm not sure if I have the answer to that question. Mostly because Lucasfilm hasn't given us a solid explanation yet. But I have faith that we'll be just fine and until they say something, I'll do my best to answer it with a few theories, legends, and canon info in this video. Okay, so first off, let's look at these new elements of Force Healing and what they have in common. In Chapter 7 of the Mando, Grief Karga receives a gaping wound from a dragon-like creature that is laced with venom which will kill Grief if he doesn't receive medical attention within minutes. As he lies there dying, Baby Yoda waddles up and heals the wound in seconds with the Force. The wound basically goes full Wolverine on us and Karga is up again like nothing happened. While this is the first time we see Baby Yoda do this, remember that in Chapter 2 he tries to heal the Mando's wound But not before Din stops Baby Yoda. Of course at that time Din didn't know what Baby Yoda was trying to do. So that tells me that Baby Yoda has used this power before the series even started and it's nothing new to him. Because why would he even try to force heal if he didn't already know about it? Unless it was some instinctual method that he had. Either the child discovered he could do it by himself or he learned it from someone else. Now in The Rise of Skywalker we see Rey heal the deep wound of the Vexis snake and afterwards explain, I just transferred it a bit of life. Force energy from me to him. So, where did Rey learn this power? We never hear Luke or Leia talk about it, or any of the other Jedi for that matter. Our best indication so far is that she learned the arcane healing technique from the Chronicles of Bruce Boo, a book in the ancient Jedi scriptures she stole from the ancient tree on octu in episode 8. She used those teachings to heal the broken kyber crystals in the Skywalker lightsaber after it was torn in two by her and Kylo's force tug of war in The Last Jedi, which is why the saber works again in The Rise of Skywalker. A third instance we have seen force healing is in the original and oldest when Obi-Wan heals Luke from being knocked out by the sand people in episode 4. Some people don't think he's using the force here when he places his hand on Luke's forehead but he 100% is. George even said he is. So, force healing, while it's been a while since we've seen it, is nothing new to Star Wars. And in the novelization for A New Hope, it even says something, and I'm paraphrasing here, Luke woke up after Ben touched his forehead, without any headache or pain whatsoever. So far, these three uses of the power haven't bumped with fans, since stopping poison and healing non-life-threatening wounds are things that seem to fit in with what we know about the Force. Some people are crying foul when they saw Rey take Force healing to a whole new level during her duel with Kylo Ren in the ruins of Death Star 2. During the fight, she lashes out in anger and impales Kylo Ren, which was a super cheap move. I mean, he was completely distracted by Leia across the galaxy, but That's neither here nor there. Anyways, she jabs him clean through with a lightsaber, just like Maul does with Qui-Gon Jinn in Episode 1. Except in The Rise of Skywalker, Rey immediately regrets her actions, immerses herself in the light side, and completely heals his mortal wound. So, why couldn't Obi-Wan have done that to his master in The Phantom Menace? Or, why couldn't Qui-Gon Jinn have done it to himself? And another question for another video is, why couldn't Anakin do it? For his mother now perhaps an even bigger question is why have we never seen this level of force healing anywhere else in canon surely it's not arguable at all that Rey is nowhere near the same power as yoda mace windu anakin or many other jedi masters for that matter she's still a noob she's a very powerful noob but she's still a noob in the force so clearly if she can do this stuff So can they. So, what's the deal? Okay, well, just for fun, let's go through a few examples of when force healing could have been useful for the Jedi. Now, please know I'm not bashing here, but it'll help us answer the overall question as to why this power hasn't been used yet. You'll see in this video, trust me. So apart from the Qui-Gon example, other examples of when force healing could have come in handy are when Sam gets shot with a poisonous toxic dart before she can give up information to Anakin and Obi-Wan. This death is similar to what happens with grief Karga since it involves poison, although Sam's death was almost instant. Another time is when Anakin can't heal his own mom like I mentioned a minute ago. To stop her from dying. Anakin doesn't even try to heal her, which suggests that he may not have known about the power. Or he was so into the dark side that it was not even an option at that point. Now, this also happens when Padme dies in the presence of two of the most powerful Jedi Masters in the galaxy, Yoda and Obi-Wan on Pulis Masa in episode 3. Despite not having any physical wounds whatsoever, they could have maybe done something. However, that one's a bit more iffy since she died because, well, she didn't have Anakin anymore and she was sad. Like Anakin, they don't even try to heal her or even bring it up as a possibility. Finally, in Return of the Jedi, Anakin dies in Luke's arms and even says that nothing can stop him from dying. Although, it could be argued that Anakin didn't want to live anymore, much like Padme. And if the person to be healed doesn't accept the healing energies, then it can't work. Vader let go of his anger, and this was what was fueling his life and his entire existence from the moment he became Vader, the masked machine. And once he saw his son, and Anakin returned, he didn't really care anymore to live. He was like, okay, I've done my duty. I fulfilled the prophecy of the Chosen One, and I'm ready now to go now there are certainly other instances we could joke about but it still doesn't answer why obi-wan couldn't heal qui-gon when ray could heal kylo so for now let's get on with our first theory about why obi-wan couldn't force heal qui-gon we have no idea how long qui-gon jen was lying there after receiving the fatal wound from darth maul kylo only seconds later gets healed after being stabbed qui-gon could have been lying there for a few minutes or even an hour since we don't really know how long obi-wan was dangling in the pit Everything gets kind of sped up. If it were any more than a couple minutes, which it most definitely was, Qui-Gon's organs would have already been shutting down. By this time, Obi-Wan slices Maul and gets to his master. The first thing Qui-Gon says is, it's too late. Does that mean I'm about to die, or I'm past the point of force healing, so don't even try it, or what? Either way, I think it's safe to say that Obi-Wan may not have known how to force heal yet, or at least wasn't powerful enough to do it to this magnitude to revitalize Qui-Gon's dying or already dead organs. He was, after all, let's not forget, a Padawan. He was not a Jedi Master, he was not even a Jedi Knight at this point. Almost, but not quite. It may be one of the many powers he develops while in his solitude on Tatooine, and I think it's safe to say that we'll see him develop the power to force heal, in the new Obi-Wan show. Since it's literally the first force power that we see in Star Wars used on Luke. And even if he did know how to do it in The Phantom Menace, force healing drains your own force energy. Obi-Wan may have been so weakened at the time from his duel with Maul, that he may not even have had the strength to even attempt it. And then maybe, possibly Qui-Gon would have lived, But there was also a big chance that they both would have died. And then who would train Anakin? I think we also forget that Qui-Gon probably was using the Force to stay alive as long as he did so that he could tell Obi-Wan to train Anakin. Train the boy. Because as soon as he says that, Qui-Gon just dies. We have to think, he was preserving his life for quite a while there. That entire time they were fighting, he was just hanging on. Another theory about why the Jedi didn't force heal much is that it's also possible that some Jedi simply have the power to force heal while others don't. For instance, both Rey and Quinlan Voss have the power of psychometry, which allows them to touch an object and see its memories. Even Anakin and Obi-Wan do not have this power. So could force healing be a power that only a few Jedi can do? It's possible. One of Anakin's most powerful force abilities, which was given to him by his birth, pretty much, a natural talent, if you will, was the ability to see into the future, were his premonitions. And once he got burnt on Mustafar, he didn't get those premonitions ever again. At least, that's what we know from legends. However, on initial analysis for me, the reason Obi-Wan doesn't heal Qui-Gon is because of his own lack of powers and because he gets to him so late that Qui-Gon was past saving. Plus, it's possible that the Jedi Order didn't even teach the power of Force healing either. Now, you might say, what are you talking about? Why would they not teach that power during the Clone Wars when Jedi are dying left and right? This would be a critical power to teach. You know what? You're totally right. Force healing introduces the Superman secret identity dilemma. If you recall, one of the main reasons Superman adopts a secret identity is because if everyone knew that he was Superman, they would ask him to do everything for them, even things they could do themselves. Likewise, if all the Jedi knew how to Force heal, Common citizens would be constantly calling upon the Jedi to heal people, or their cats, or whatever it might be, even for the remedies that modern medicine could easily fix. And if the Jedi didn't do it, well, they would get blamed. If the Jedi knew this power, then they'd basically become doctors rather than keepers of the peace. It may even be an interesting storyline for why the Jedi stopped force healing prior to the years of the Skywalker saga. If they actually stopped teaching it years earlier, then Obi-Wan is actually resurrecting the power during his solitude before episode 4, and Rey does it again later, which she learned most likely from the ancient Jedi texts. Given the cases we've looked at, I think this is a likely scenario. Plus, we can't forget that the Jedi are trained to let go. And let's not forget this especially. Qui-Gon definitely wouldn't want Obi-Wan to go against the will of the Force, which in this scenario was for Qui-Gon to die. And Qui-Gon was all about following the will of the Force and not changing the destiny. Except, you know, the whole dice with Watto. He kind of took that into his own hands. The ability to heal anyone and everyone may have created problems of attachment, much like what happens with Anakin, even though he is an extreme example. I also have to say two other things about Rey healing Kylo. The first is whether or not Rey and Kylo's connection allowed her to heal him. Them being part of a Force dyad may be a part of this, although since she heals the snake and baby Yoda Reef Karga, the Force dyad may not as be connected here as we think it is, or as it is later in the film when Kylo brings her back from the dead. And I'm going to do an entire video on that as well. The second and last theory I want to mention is the most intriguing to me, and is about how much Leia's interference had to do with Kylo's healing. We know she stretches out across the galaxy to touch his heart, or however you want to put it, and changes something within him during his fight with Rey. But... What if she did much more than that? Did she also sacrifice her own Force energies to save her son, to the point that she was just as instrumental in healing Kylo as Rey was? Rey is hardly weakened at all after healing Kylo, yet Baby Yoda immediately collapses after healing, the mandalorian leia on the other hand dies she was already pretty weak after her ordeals in episode eight so she may have been waiting for the right time to reach out to her son and when she felt he was in danger through the force she reached out to him and ultimately sacrificed herself to heal him also take note that when Rey heals ben's wound his scar goes away as well we may think that Rey healed him since she had her hand on his wound But what if Leia was the most responsible for saving him? If Rey learned how to Force heal from the ancient Jedi texts, she absolutely would have shared this knowledge with her master. Now, all this sounds really cool, but I think the timing of Leia's death throws a wrench into it, since she dies before Ben is healed. If she had died after his healing, then I would have been totally on board with this explanation. So we can kind of debunk that. Now, we could theorize that Leia transferred Force energies to Rey, who then used that power to heal Kylo but none of this really makes sense, and we haven't been told as much. It's clear in the movie that Rey senses Leia's intrusion into the fight immediately after she stabs Kylo, so what if Rey was also getting power from Leia in the moment? That would not only explain why Leia dies immediately afterwards, but also how she heals her son and allows Rey to not be exhausted after using the power so that she has the energy shield need to confront Palpatine. However, I think Leia died because, and it was poorly explained in the film, but maybe it'll be better explained in the book whenever it comes out in March or something like that, that she used all of her Force energy to bring back Han, or bring his memory back, and allow him to, you know, touch Kylo's cheek and sort of relive that moment, that memory, once again. So maybe that Force projection, kind of like what Luke did, was just a little bit too much for her. All right, so what do you think? Why was Rey able to heal Kylo's wound, but other Jedi couldn't do the same to their masters or their friends? Did Leia have some hand in it, or is this just plot armor or a plot hole, if you will? I'm sure they're going to realize this and they're going to explain it further later on. I really hope they do, because right now I'm kind of confused as to why we haven't seen this more and more in the prequels or in the originals or, you know, anything like that. And as for Kylo dying once he healed Rey, I'm going to make a video on that as well. But I think, and this is a far-fetched theory, that he may have given her a baby when he sent his Force energy to her, to revive her. Now, I thought it was kind of weird how he touched her belly, so I don't know. That's just a theory, though. And if you're thinking that's a weird theory, well, weirder things have happened. I mean, Anakin was born from literally nothing, so at least here we got Kylo doing something. Anyways, let me know in the comments down below if you think this healing thing makes sense, or if you think it kind of ruins stuff from the previous timeline. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, and I'll see you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.